This is the Balanced Artist Podcast, where we help the purpose-driven creator's journey suck a little less and thrive a little more. Hosted by award-winning musician, TEDx speaker, and comedian, Rory Gardner. Who? We chat with experts who help level up your creative career by reframing your lifestyle as a balanced artist. Hello and welcome back to the Balanced Artist Podcast. We have another wonderful episode for you today, another guest episode. This is part two from the Natalie and Nikki episode. If you missed part one, go listen to it. It's the last episode that we released. And uh, in the intro, I give their bios and uh, you learn a lot more about them. And I can't repeat them here because their list of credits is too long. And you guys, you're busy people. I don't want to waste your time going through the entire list again. So just go listen to the last episode and uh, and you can hear all about it. In this particular episode, uh, we dive into a little bit more stuff like music licensing. Both of them have had some success with uh, syncing songs in TV shows and movies and feature films and stuff like that. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty fun seeing your stuff out there on uh, those kind of platforms. You know what I mean? You have an idea, you go to the studio, you record record that idea and now you're seeing it on the silver screen or the little screen or whatever the case may be. I know that uh, when my song was on that, uh, I was I did a song with the, in a commercial with Kevin Nealon and Arnold Palmer and it was like on the, all the golf channels for several years and like every time it came on, uh, I would get excited. But I remember one time I was getting an oil change or something. I was in Florida at the time and uh, the, the video kind of like the commercial came on TV and then I was like, Oh my God. And so I wanted to like nudge the guy next to me and, um, you know, <laughs> tell him it was my song, but I, you know, I played it cool. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Like he's waiting for his car and his, his lube job or whatever. And so I didn't want to disturb him by letting him know that he's sitting next to golf commercial songwriting royalty. You know, he's got a busy, busy. Anyway, listen, uh, we talk about getting your music in sync licensing and just some of the tips and tools that they've used to uh, create some success with that. And Natalie is more aggressive, we found, than Nikki when it comes to uh, reach out, like cold reach outs and follow up and things like that. Nikki is more like, okay, thanks for your time, and then moves on kind of thing. And Natalie's a little bit more like, why haven't you responded to my email? Or, you know, I kind of, I'm in the middle of both of them. Like, I think you need to be a little bit more aggressive than, than you know, taking no for an answer. But after several no's, maybe it's a no. You know? Yeah. Uh, we talk a little bit about the, you know, does do artists need TikTok today? Do we? We talk about how to, how it's a barometer. Like if you've got something to share with the world, maybe that's the place to do it because it's just the algorithm allows it to, it pushes it out to so many people. So if your audience is out there, that's probably the way to get it to them or at least, you know, get them into what you're doing so that you can share with them what you've been creating on whatever platforms you've been creating them on. Did that make any sense? I don't know. But listen, Nikki and Natalie, uh, they're all co- also co-founders of uh, Sisters in Music. And that's an organization that promotes and encourages educational opportunities, collaborative music works, and performances among women to raise awareness and funding for various female-focused charities. We get into a little bit about that and, uh, you know, how, why women don't support other women. I don't know. I don't, uh, I'm not a woman. But I'll let Nikki tell you more about that. Here we go. So 
one of the things that we found was women don't do a very good job of uplifting other women. So that was another reason why we wanted to, you know, create the organization because we wanted to show that women can uplift other women and support other women and be appreciative of their accomplishments. You know, a win for one is a win for all is one of the things that we say, right? You know, a lot of times though, women can be catty with each other. You know, people get jealous. So how did this person get a Grammy nomination? And I didn't, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous. We should be working together supporting each other, collaborating with each other, uplifting each other. So, um, you know, that's what Natalie and I try and do. Do you think men are the same, but we just don't talk about it? Uh, out loud? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we definitely feel that way, but I don't know why, why do women have the stigma of being catty? Well, Natalie's shrugging her shoulders, but you know, she'll tell you, we were both like no divas allowed. And, and trust me, we get them, you know, I mean, we we run into, we run into them all the time. You know, it's people schedule time with you to be on a podcast and then, you know, send you things last minute because they just expect you to, to be available seven by 24. Um, You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff. It's what's funny. And I don't, you know, know if, if Natalie will, will agree, but what's really funny is a lot of the support that we get for our organization and what we do is from guys, is from men, more so than other women, which is actually quite interesting. I mean, for an example, I have a person scheduled for a podcast for tomorrow and she just sends me her stuff today. That's not going to happen. So I go back and say, sorry, you'll have to reschedule. People just have this mentality like you're sitting and doing nothing. Now, the whole thing about women being catty is because of, I can only speak for the United States, is that there's, you know, a certain view that people have about women, whether they're ugly, beautiful, this, that, and the other. And so there's a lot more competitiveness between women, well, the women that care, because I could give two apps about that. Um, I mean, I don't care. I mean, there's people that, well, why does she sound like that? Oh, why does she get that? I get that all the time. I've had people message me and say, well, okay, Natalie, yeah, you do good music, but I just don't get why you've gotten all these awards. I've had people do that. And I give them my choice words and then I move on. Well, most of it is because you show up, like whether you're better than them talent wise or not like you're putting in the work to make those opportunities happen yes exactly exactly but they don't get that they don't no matter how Mm-mm. many times you explain to somebody um well if you see what i'm doing like I, i'm on the t- computer 24 7 i'm trying to find free places to submit my music or, or market or promo or or do more tiktok tiktok i didn't even want to be on that and somebody suggested it and then I was like, oh, I don't know. Then I started to do it. Then I was watching your videos, Rory. And then um, then they got Facebook Reels. And then I started posting there. And then they were like, oh, do you want to be a digital creator? And I was like, okay. And then um, I realized that you can uh, use TikTok for a variety of reasons. Um, you just, yeah, you have to put the energy and the focus in it. And if you really want it, you know, you can have a lot of success. Yeah. And if you don't, then you're not going to have any success. 
I, uh, I think that's the difference, Rory, is Natalie is the queen of marketing and promotion. Anytime I have a question, I go to her because I know she's going to have an answer for me. But that really is is the difference. There's the there's the artists that think everything's going to come to them. That you know people should be coming to them for the sync placement. I don't have to submit anything. They'll come to me because I'm that good. They're just waiting for. I want, you know, I'm going to get that record deal because I'm that good where Natalie is hustling and she's going out and making it happen because of hard work. And those individuals who aren't having success, uh, they're jealous. They're jealous because her hard work and anybody's hard work is actually getting them something. It's getting them recognition. Okay, well, if you had to put a Cole's notes on uh, uh, what her hustle looks like, let's just say there's someone listening right now. It's like, well, I would like my stuff to be synced. Uh, where should she start? I mean, somebody trying to get her. Well, see, I always tell my podcasters, I have a list of places where people can get their stuff synced and licensed. Um, and a lot of that stuff, I mean, Nikki and I actually, and I learned a lot about that stuff over the pandemic because we were doing every webinar and conference under the sun during that time. And and in fact, I learned a lot about them through uh, Clubhouse. This one lady was just, and I've become friends with this lady, she was dishing out all these different platforms to put your music for music and uh, licensing. I mean, there's Jingle Punks. Um, there's, I can't, I can't uh, there's centric, there's all kinds of different places, but you, you can just Google and find them really, but I know specific ones. I'll make one recommendation. Anybody that is looking to do sync, I would first and foremost, get yourself, um, darn it. Now I like totally lost the site. What disco. I would suggest, this, yes. A disco account. A, get a disco account. It's D-I-S-C-O. Upload your music there. Tag it. Because it's very easy to send music supervisors then, you know, your stuff. But if somebody's releasing an album, I would pick, go go look at the your favorite TV show or go look at, you know, what's playing on Netflix and listen to the type of music that that's that saw that show is playing and what they're actually syncing. That's how somebody actually has said to me is you focus on, you know, spe specific shows that maybe you might want to put your, your music into. Do you have anything that would fit as to what they're syncing? Try and find out who the music supervisors are. Natalie and I did learn a lot over the pandemic. I belong to a lot of Facebook groups where they, they post briefs. I also have some relationships with some specific music supervisors that, you know, they they have briefs, briefs and opportunities. There is pay for services like Broad Jam, Music X-Rays. Those are hit and miss, in my opinion. Um, is it anything like, ta I've never heard of Disco, but is... Uh, Taxi's the same. But Taxi's so like one of those, like, uh, you get a membership and then now you have to spend X amount of dollars every submission. I think it's a yeah, cash but, grab in a lot of cities. Uh, taxi's, taxi's not very good. I don't like Taxi. I was with Taxi a long time ago. I've even gone to their conference many years ago. And there was some interesting stuff there, like, 
the panel is just like, oh, if you're writing a song for Rihanna, just don't write something she's already done, but write something she hasn't done. But that's kind of BS because of the fact that uh, these artists are uh, performing the same type of music. But the other thing that I would suggest would be um, if you're promoting and marketing an album that you use sites like Play MPE. I like Play MPE. Play MPE is a lot of work. I mean, you and I charted on Play MPA for Not Over You, but I had to hustle to get that, <laughs> that charting. I had to hustle to get the other chartings that I got on there. Some people... Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> some people don't like to do the work. I mean, all those all those platforms are, are, you know, touch and go. You just don't know what's going to happen. Um, I know for myself, you know, one of my songs, Fingers Crossed, might get on this Netflix show, but I had to really contact the music supervisor um and i asked my uh music publishing manager to contact the, the music supervisor as well and he actually responded to her um but with with sync and licensing you really have to be persistent if mm -hmm. you you if you really believe in that one particular song and you think it's going to fit with them you you come up with a, a story to the music supervisor and just tell them look I think the song were great. Um, it works with this storyline. I really like the show. One of the girls I interviewed, she she watched a particular show on Netflix. She really liked it. She went on Instagram. She messaged, I think the producer or director, wasn't even the music supervisor and said, I wrote this song for this show. The woman loved it so much, she put it in the show, just like that. Yeah. She didn't even go through a music supervisor. I've actually, contacted music supervisors that that were just excellent at choosing songs for a particular show like the show leftovers on hbo my god the music was so good on that show and i contacted her and she replied and i was just like oh my gosh you did just you just did an amazing thing and you know now i have this contact with her just because that's I, gave a, I love I, but i love the uh that's an amazing um the, the girl who i went right for the for the jugular it's like i have this amazing song that i think would be great in a dc comics yes. film oh what's the song <laughs> called the batman <laughs> <laughs> i'm listen but the thing is for example when i have to go back to all those people and play mpe i'm very authentic i'm not gonna oh sugarcoat my emails i'm just like look when i uh, pushed not over you. I was just like, don't tell me that you've never been dating somebody and then you still thinking about somebody else. That's just natural. A lot of people go through that. Or my song blocked. I said, you know, everybody's blocking people on social media. Don't, isn't there something you've always wanted to block? And people have come back to me and says, my God, your in your email is so interesting. It made me want to listen to the song. Because I wasn't trying to oh be so this professional person that's just trying to get their attention. I was just me. Do you have a finger snap emoji in your emails? Like, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. that, that's how you're yeah. coming across right now. That's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the op see, I'm the professional. I'm 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 not gonna say Natalie's not professional, but I'm I'm the nice one, but that's that's really you're the, the nice one. Well, I mean, like I I would be the one to be like, oh, you know, thank you for your you consideration. <laughs> I mean, but at the at the end of the email, I do tell them that. But at the same time, I'm like, you'll note on on playing PE, they give you clicked on or streamed yeah. or downloaded, and then you're like, okay, so you clicked on it. You couldn't take five minutes or two minutes to listen to it. So in my email, I said, oh, I see you clicked on it. 
why not, why not stream it? You might like something that you hear. Why not download it? You can put it in your back pocket. Maybe you'll never play it, but you can play it for yourself. That's just being honest. There's yeah. nothing, I don't think there's anything, I'm not nasty with the people, but I'm just, I'm being honest and quite frank. You know, I also have no filter. And most of the people, <laughs> most of the people were, were nice. You know, the ones yeah. that respond, they're nice. They're like, oh, okay, yeah. And some laughed and agreed and blah, blah, blah. And then you move on from that. But the whole sugar coating thing, I can't do it anymore. It, it, for, for me, it just doesn't work because I think they get those emails all the time. Mm -hmm. So you have to be kind of inventive in your authenticity to them to show, well, I'm a different artist. I'm just going to lay it on, uh, on the line. And I tell them I'm an independent artist. You know, aren't you tired of, I'll say, aren't you tired of playing the same songs on the radio? Well, here's something different. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know? I'm probably in, in, in the middle of you guys. Like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, polite or whatever uh, Nikki said, but I'm also a bit more aggressive, I guess. <laughs> then thank you for your time. Or maybe I need, maybe I need to be more aggressive. I was aggressive. I was aggressive with, um, I wrote one song that I, I specifically wrote for the 50 shades movie. It's called, and I, I contacted like in the Stephanie Myers assistant. Oh. Yep. And she actually responded to me. So you know, that was, that was my aggressive moment. And she responded to me. She, it was a no, but uh, she still sent a nice <laughs> polite email. Well, you know, Hey, it worked, but yeah. anyway. That's so, I mean, it, okay. So Natalie, is there a time where it was kind of a no, but then you persuaded them to be a yes by snapping fingers? Where, where are you getting this snapping fingers? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I've, I've met you in person. How's that? No, <laughs> not even. Um, yeah, I have persuaded people to actually eventually download the song. In fact, I got by sending all those emails, I got a lot of people to download it. I got a lot of people to stream it just because I was way more aggressive with it. People will take a second look because of how you send out that email. Generic emails just don't, for me, I don't think they work because those people get the same crap all the time. It's like, why should they listen to your song? You have to appeal to something that most people have gone through. I'm lucky that my songs are about what people go through, like authentically me, all about authentic authenticity, blocked. You block people, people do that. Um, I'm done. You can be done with friendships, relationships, life, whatever. People can relate to that. Even with I'm done, I was just like, haven't you just been done with people? So do you have a strategy then for your your follow up email? Uh, it, maybe you, you in your in your like you you've seen they've opened it, and so or they haven't responded in a safe amount of time, like a week and a half or two mm. weeks. Like, what do you get a bit more aggressive in your follow up email? I don't even, if somebody responds, I re, uh, I will respond and say, they'll say, okay. Sometimes they say it's not right for whatever. And I'll say, thank you for taking the time to listen. And I move on from that. Um, I don't, I only send the one email. If it's, if it's not for them, it's not for them. I also believe in what's meant to be is meant to be, you know, um, but I'm not going to push it. I, I, that's where I won't push it. If I send you the one email, you don't answer That's fine with me. I don't have to, I don't have time. <laughs> you just... I like the slow drip. Like I'll just, I'll casually, uh, every two weeks I'll, I'll follow up. It's like kill them with kindness or whatever. It's like, Hey, just following up. Uh, oh, there's a new, uh, 
so a new thing is happening with this particular link and blah, blah, blah. And I'll just keep, you know, cause maybe they're busy and then one month they'll be like, Oh my God. Oh yeah. I forgot about you. Now we can use this. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good strategy. Just reminded me, I have to call play MPE <laughs> to, uh, to send my last email. It's been a while. I should have done that a while ago, but, um, yeah. <laughs> Listen, this, this music game is, is extremely hard. I can't just focus on these one people. I mean, I even have the indie Bible. I was supposed to go in there and contact all these people. I haven't done that yet either. Um, I think you have to pick and choose your battles with the with who you send your music to. Have I you mean, ever thought about, because uh, that's a grind. I've gone through the indie Bible thing and it's like sending emails is exhausting all day. Have you, have you thought about like trying to do a virtual assistant that might be interested in sending some cold emails for you? Yeah, but they have to, well, I'd have to find a virtual assistant that's aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It had to be one that, and, and, yeah. I just mean, to create I, the initial engagement. Like, they could be cutting and pasting just your email template right. to, to all these people. That's the whole point. And then, basically, you follow up after that with the ones I, that respond. I did have this this company, Vita Art, contacted me about being my manager. They're based out of Europe. And I started working with them, but I, I was still doing everything on my own. I was like, bye. I chewed them out and then I said, bye. I'm like, you're not doing anything. And I've asked for this like every week. And I still, oh no, Natalie, we're still, no, bye. I don't have time for that. But I'll look into the virtual assistant thing. That, that may work for me. It was just an idea. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Uh, I like, I like, this part two, where we kind of got into actual tactical things that uh, probably a lot of people struggle with. There you go. So I guess, okay, so Natalie, where can people find you online? I'm on all streaming platforms. No, what's your favorite? What's your favorite one? My favorite would, it's probably Instagram or TikTok. Go to Instagram or TikTok, find Natalie Jean, but also look up Spotify, not over you, <laughs> oh. with Natalie Jean featuring Rory Gardner. <laughs> That's that Add it to your playlist. Send it to everyone else who has not gotten over someone. There you go. And I have a website. They can just go to Natalie. What is my website? www.natalie-gene.com and they can find everything there. Oh, thank you for specifying the www. We haven't been online for the last 20 years. Okay. Uh, Nikki, how do we find you online? <laughs> uh, uh, NikkiChris.com all of my platform sites, social media sites are off of that. Instagram's probably, Instagram and Twitter, probably my two big ones. I promise I'll try and get better with TikTok, but pretty much Nikki Chris everywhere. The thing about TikTok, and I'll just leave it at this, is like so I saw a video yesterday and someone mentioned, it is like a, a writer who's written like um, for the best TV shows ever, like all these popular sitcoms that you recognize and someone asked him like what would you do today if you had to start over and he said i would literally get on this app tiktok and just like show people what you're capable of because that's what's going to just get you out there and it's like if you if you think you have what it takes then then just show us and then it, it could happen and and if it's not happening then uh make a pivot or, or figure out what's going to make it happen kind of thing mm. it's just a very good barometer of of what uh what people are looking for these days yeah. i could be wrong but i know it resonated with me at least 
I mean, I, that that's true. I mean, the, the one thing I don't like about TikTok, they've been trying to get me to change to a professional account, and I refuse because I can't use my music on there. I need, I, I need to email TikTok about that. They can't. No, no, but you, you, you just, you can distribute, they'll do, they're, your distributor will do that. You, no, my music's on there, but when you become a business account, you can't use your music because I had a professional account. Oh, when okay. I would go to look for my music, I couldn't find it because it has to be licensed with one of their partners. This is what I learned through TikTok Cap University that I did for six weeks. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's dumb. Where can we find sisters in music for all the sisters out there who are musical? <laughs> Sorry, www. You like how it did that? www.sistersinmusic.org. <laughs> yeah. Is it .org or .com? .org. .org. Sistersinmusic.org. And uh, uh, what do you say? And so when you go to sistersinmusic.org, that's just a, a platform for to discover other female artists who are doing their thing. Well, it's we empower and encourage women in the music and entertainment industry. You can join as a member. Um, our members get various uh, privileges, but we offer like podcasts. We have Instagram lives. We do Sim Jam events, which are performance opportunity events. Hopefully, eventually, we'll be doing some um, compilation albums, some music projects with, you know, women in our membership, but potentially also other women, you know, we don't just limit participation to the membership themselves, educational workshops and things like that. So it's a whole gamut and we need people to join so we can have tons of volunteers to help us continue to grow our organization, I guess. We'll leave it it's at not that. a good sell at the end. Come to us so we can help us. <laughs> we need help. Come on. You want to, you want to, you want to join Nick and Nat. Nick and right. that so that we can uh, stop the divas. Yeah, no divas allowed. No divas allowed. <laughs> uh, based on when this episode is released, our song will probably have just been released. So go listen to I Keep Rolling <laughs> with Rory Gardner on Spotify featuring Nikki. What's, how do you, how do you, what do you on Spotify? What's your whole name? Is it Nikki name? Chris? Okay, so it is your whole name. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys for coming on today. Thanks Thank for you having. for having us. All right. Well, it's been a blast. Guess, when, I, when will I see you in person? Are we going out to LA in January next year? February. February? Is that February. You don't even know where you, when you're going. <laughs> February, January. I don't look at the dates until like a month in advance. It's like my, my school. Like I, I, don't, I don't study until the, a month before the exam or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's early February. Okay. Well, looking forward to it. Same here. That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week. So remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist.